thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the fabulous co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys, the rock star chiropractor and naturopath, Dr. Damien Christoph. Hi there, Damo. <laughs> Marcus, great to be with you once again. You always make it sound so unbelievable. I feel I feel you know, almost blessed. It's incredible. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Hey, I'm very excited about today. I'm incredibly excited about today. This uh, this ticks a box for me. Um, interviewing a centenarian. Interviewing a centenarian. I've never interviewed someone who's made it to 100. Uh, in fact, my auntie made it to 101. I don't think I've ever told her that. She made it to 101. Um, and That's my confidence-boosting fuel, isn't it? There's longevity genes. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Me too. Well, Damo, let's um, let's both tick this uh, box off for us because we are very blessed to go. Uh, we're going to go 500 k's west of Brisbane to find uh, Dexter Kruger. Uh, Dexter is in the middle, Damien, of writing his sixth book. I think he might be actually the oldest active author on the planet. Do you think we could label him that? I believe Dexter, you, you began writing your books when uh, your wife passed away. Is that correct? Yes, short, shortly after, a couple of years after, yes, with nobody to talk to it in the evening, I began uh, writing some stories. And, and now I have a, an album with seven books in it, Gee. and it's called uh, Dexter Kruger's Stories. There are no others like them. I can't wait to read them, Dexter. Uh, one of the things well, I've well, loved. Well, I want you to buy a book. Well, we'll do that. Don't you worry. We'll be. We'll do that straight after the call today. Yeah, you know, well, carry on. I uh, I am a chiropractor, Dexter, and one of my greatest pleasures is looking after my elderly patients. And I have uh, a number of elderly patients that have pushed over 90 years old and doing excellent, still driving, still playing bowls. And um, in, in some cases, one of them actually takes full-time care of her daughter, who's, who's some 20 years uh, younger than her. So, you know, some of the elderly generations are incredibly able and, and it's incredible. I love the stories that you guys have. I think the stories and the wisdom of the things that you've seen over the last 10 decades uh, mm. is amazing. You would have seen some incredible things in 100 years. What, what, are, what are the biggest things you've seen in 100 years? I, I, I don't know. I, I have just finished the story uh, uh, setting out the uh, phases of, of my life over a hundred years and some of the things that have happened. Uh, it, it, it's a general progression from the horse and buggy days right through to the technology that we have today. And, and, and I suppose I watched the landing on the moon. <laughs> uh, that would be the most incredible thing. But, but the... the, the, the uh, the kaleidoscope of life, it, it goes very steady from one 
thing to another. And, and in my books, I have sort of, through, through the story, if you, read, if you read all my books, you'll get a very good idea of what has happened in the, in the last hundred years. Uh, and I can't do much better than that because there's so many things have happened. You know, I've seen two world wars. That's true. Uh, and I've seen the Great Depression. Mm. And I've seen the good times. Mm. Uh, I've seen the floods and the fires and the droughts. Uh, and, and it's hard to say w- w- what would be the greatest thing. But, but uh, you see, the, the technology that we have today is it, it, really mind-boggling to, to a bloke that, that used to ride a horse. <laughs> That's a great point. Uh, Dexter? Well, well, it, well, it is. And, uh, and you, you see, I've, I've written something like 140,000 words. Wow. To, to compile my book, and, and, and it covers a lot. Oh, I bet. I bet. Oh, I'm intrigued. Now, Dexter, it's a tough gig. It's a tough thing to live um, to the average age. Um, many, many people don't survive to the average age, even though you know, there's been significant and massive improvements in uh, the way in which we live our lives, the knowledge we have around food and lifestyle, um, nutrition intervention, other lifestyle interventions that we have have improved over the last 100 years. Yet, it seems difficult for people to live to 100. Even though there, there will be more centenarians coming up, it seems that many people aren't able, they can't perform, they live uncomfortable lives as they get older. Do, do you have a secret? Do you have um, some wisdom that the people listening to this particular show could take and, uh, and use? <laughs> well, if you want to live long, live simple. Mm. And I... We, we have an old people's home here in uh, in Roma, and uh, the second Sunday in every month, we, with another fellow, we go up, we go there, and do a bit of entertaining too, <laughs> to the old people, and I'm about fifteen years older than the oldest one. Uh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> the thing is, you you, you asked me is. You, you must have something to do. See, there's plenty of people getting to be, you know, well into the 90s, but they're in a wheelchair or they're going to walk her. Yes. They don't look after themselves. I'm here in my own home, and I do have a walking stick for outside, but inside I don't. And, and, uh, and I'm busy. I'm cooking or eating. Or eating and cooking, or, or, <laughs> and and, uh, and then I will think of a story. Well, it takes me uh, probably a week sitting in my non-rocking chair to gather all the points that I want to write about, and then you see I can't see the point of my pen, so I I write. Uh, pretty ordinary, <laughs> but I have a friend who, who, with my with my memory, we put that onto the uh, onto the computer, and uh, it takes about twice as long to do that as it does for me to write. Well, to, to write a story of say about about oh, three thousand words, well, that, that'll take me. 
about two and a half hours. Wow. And, and you see, I can't read back to see what I have written, so it all goes forward. There, 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 there's, I just can't read it. So, and uh, when we do get it on the print, and 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 the girl or, or the man read it back to me, there's very little alteration, uh, and, and so it comes out to be pretty good stories. Wow, Dick, this is absolutely. Uh, so you, you, I, I think I think if you're going to live long, uh, you've got to be active. See, I this morning I went and had morning tea with with, with my neighbour on one side. Now tomorrow morning I'll go and have morning tea with an old lady across the street, uh, and then I go and and do my shopping. Uh, once a fortnight, and and I've got to arrange to buy enough stuff to last two weeks, and that, that's got to be done. Uh, and so visiting, and I've got another old lady, and I talk about old ones, but they're all about fifteen years younger, <laughs> uh, and and I enjoy the, the company of these uh, people and. And I, I, uh, I have a, a pretty good retentive memory, and I can recite a, a lot of poems. Some of my own writing, and some are uh, some uh, other well-known poets like uh, A. B. Patterson or Henry Lawson. Yes. And and I entertain these people, and and so the, uh, I, I feel as though I'm doing. You know, a, a service to, to other people. Dexter, would you like to give us some of your golden recite us right now one of your favourite poems? Would, would I what? Would you like to recite for us one of your favourite poems? <laughs> yes. Now. Go for it. <laughs> it's how Dexter dipped the deer. Let's hear it. I'm, I'm worried by the cattle teak, have been for many a year. Though faithfully I dip my stock, each bull and cow and steer. <coughs> the deer, the big red deer, they breed the ticks. But never fear, said Dexter Kay, I will win. I'm going to dip those deer. You'll see us leave tomorrow morn when autumn skies are blue. With bonds are trotting at trotting at the heels of trusty Tango Two. Yes, Tango Two is the horse I'll ride, though rough as a tip car to ride. Down hillside steep, over gullies deep, I know he'll keep his stride. A horseman he who never feared the rugged tracks to ride. He spur his horse or fallen trees or down a mountainside, and few would care to follow where. That mountain man would ride. Could he prevail where others fail? A pair without a peer. Both horse and rider, do or die. Of course they'll yard the deer. Young Greg can come to lend a hand, his mountain pony too. Not that they'll stand the rigors of the ranges like Tango too. I'll take a flask of Bundy rum, and when the nights are long, Beside the fire, I'll drink a drop and sing a stockman's song. 
with Bronzer rounding up the strays, each doe and half-grown fawn, and bring along the antlered stag that bellowed in the morn. We'll rush them down from Patterson's and Forsyth Ridges too, and when we got them on the flat, I'll ring them on Tango too. For every stag must feel the knife, and every doe I'll spay, and when they've healed, I'll get a truck and take the lot away. We saw them splash across the creek, their raincoats in a strapping, their Tim Shays and their saddlebags, and bonds are gaily yapping. The days went by, the nights were long, the winter skies were clear, but never sign of man or boy who went to dip the deer. But lo, from out one misty morn, a ragged lad appeared. The old man's coming now, he croaked, and riding into view behind a hundred head or more, came Dexter on Tango Two, a seething, steaming, streaming mob, a hunted, haunted herd, with Dexter Kruger well in charge, with dog and whip and word. He swung his whip around his head and cracked it loud and clear. Throw open wide the gates, he yelled, and then he dipped the deer. And now, grown old, the tale he's told for all the world to hear, helped by his faithful horse and dog, how Dexter dipped the deer. That's Dexter amazing. Kruger, holy moly, that, that is amazing. <laughs> yeah, oh, round of applause for you, Dexter Kruger. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that's How great. do you remember all of that by yourself? Wow, Damo, is that an impressive performance or what? Well, you know what's impressive? That, to me, it was. is that a real story, Dexter? See, when I, some of my stories are about current affairs. Mm-hmm. Now, do you know, do you remember anything about Azaria Chamberlain? Yes. Yes. Yeah, well, I've written a story about how the dingo did not take the baby. Oh, okay. And, and but... recently, recently there's been a, a big uh, cattle duffing. Uh, operation, 860 fat bullocks disappeared from somebody's paddocks and the, and the police can't find any traces of them. Well, I wrote a story about that. And if you recall about the beginning of this month, uh, Penny, Penny Macklin, yeah, she, she, she uh, re- reduced the payment from the single mothers with children over eight back to the the the, the, the dull payment and and the, one of the girls said well we can't live on it yes and and it's 35 dollars a day and jenny macklin said well i can live on 35 dollars a day but nobody has put poker to pen and and detailed just what it does cost to keep a person per day. So I, I wrote a long letter setting out exactly what I, what I pay and how much it does cost to keep a person. And, and so that's quite a long letter. And, and, and I, I write stories like, uh, you know, about current affairs as well as uh, anecdotal stories. Well, Dexter, you, you are an absolute wealth of information. I have one more uh, question. There's so much wisdom that you've shared already. But for all of the, 
those people that are really big on, on eating the ideal diet for longevity. Let's get the anecdotal research right here. No double-blind controlled method trials here. What is your daily intake of food? Well, <laughs> well, I, I in my letter to, to Jenny Macklin, I, I wrote out a menu of, of what I of what I eat. And for breakfast, is this what you want? Yes, please. Yes, please. Yeah, well, for breakfast, I have a bowl of... Now, f- first thing, I have a, a glass of fruit drink. And then then I go and have a wash and, and, and change my clothes. Then I have a bowl of rolled oats and a, a boiled egg and a piece of toast or some baked beans on, on a piece of toast and some fruit. Yep. Then, uh, if I'm if I'm home, or even if I'm out, I have a cup of of cocoa, drinking cocoa, and uh, well, some biscuits or a slice of cake. And then at uh, yep. half past twelve, uh, I have uh, I have meat and vegetables. Now, the the, the meat consists of uh, e- e- either uh, sausages or mince or fish, or, or, or bacon, or chicken, uh, either one of them, depending on, on what I just have at, at, at that time. And today, it will be uh, what they call a chicken Maryland, and potatoes, and carrots, and peas and beans. And then I, I make what I call a... Uh, a sago custard, and I will have some of that and some prunes. Then at, at, at half past three, I have a cup of cocoa again and a, and a slice of cake or or biscuits. Then then at six o'clock, I have a bowl of soup and uh, uh, various things, but usually it's a scrambled egg with laced with onion or mushrooms or something like that and then another helping of my sago custard <laughs> and then at midnight I, I, I have a cup of coffee and uh, a couple of ginger biscuits wow. and, that's, and that's about it Wow, it sounds like Dexter According to all of the health research, all of the nutrition publications, all of the research that's done around the world, and all of the experts, you're breaking all of the rules, and uh, and you've still kicked on. You've you've made it to 103. The secret, I think, like your secret, sounds like it is. If you want to live a long time, keep things simple, and keep busy. I think that's what the secret appears to be. You you must be a happy person as well. Are you a happy person, well, Dexter? Well, that, that that's another thing. Yes, it's your state of mind. Yes. Uh, I don't worry about things, and I'm well organised, too, too. Right. Now, to get this book of mine, you you send me your postal address with $65 in it, and then I will I will post you one of my books. Oh, you know what, Dexter? That is a great idea, Damo. Why don't we put that on our Facebook page? Yes. And let people know Dexter's address where they can send um, 
the good old self-addressed envelope with a mail order. Yes. And anyone that wants to hear Dexter's life memoirs, seven books. Gee. $65. I've seen this on the yeah, documentary it, it, that Dexter's been featured in, the 100 Plus Club. Fascinating stuff. Dexter, we want to say thank you. We are, we are out of time, but we want to thank you sincerely for joining us on 100 Not Out and allowing Damien and I to check off our list, our first interview with the centenarian and quite possibly the oldest living active author on the uh, planet. Thank you so much for joining us, Dexter. Well, it, well it's, been, it, it's been a pleasure and a privilege and uh, well, I, I do think that I've got something to offer to people who, who are getting on towards 100 and, and also those that are, that are over 100. Mm. I couldn't agree yeah. with you more. Yeah. See, I, most of them, I think, they sort of drop their bundle. How, how many people uh, over 100 that can still put pen to paper and, and write short stories? Not many. Yes, no. Not See, many dicks. I've got a, a dozen one-liners, and the first one is from my wife, and she says, not many can say they have achieved as much in life as you. So, righto. Thank you very much. I love it. Oh, Dexter, you are a superstar. Dexter Kruger joining us there on 100 Not Out. Damo, do you know when Dexter was born, before we finish up, the life expectancy was 49. He's doubled it, plus five. <laughs> when Dexter was yes, born, said, look at this beautiful young boy we have in our hands. He's going to live to 49. He's, he he's, smashed it. He's batting above his average. He certainly is. Uh, Damo, we must go. Can't wait for another episode of 100 Not Out. Um, Damo, any final thoughts before we wrap it up? Uh, look, I'm in love with this. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable for me. You know, all the conversations that we have with people around the world about the best diet, the best lifestyle, the best exercise, the best everything, what I'm starting to see is that it's mindset. It's, it's keeping things easy, keeping things simple, having great conversations and being engaged with other people. Um, having a purpose that seems to keep you alive for the longest period of time, I'm loving it. Yeah, this is a fascinating journey on 100 Not Out. We would love to hear your feedback. You can provide it in any number of ways. The best way is to go to our website at www.thewellnesscouch.com slash 100 Not Out. Also, if you've liked this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and check uh, out thewellnesscouch.com where you can view the entire range of wellness podcasts available, including Damo's number one show, The Wellness Guys. Damo, I will catch you next week on 100 Not Out. We will. Looking forward and, to it, buddy. And, and, and until next week, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Hi, Damien Christoph from the Wellness Guys here. The biggest wellness event in Australia is fast approaching and we want to see you there. The Wellness Summit's coming up and it's on Saturday, August the 17th at Crown Melbourne featuring guest speakers David Gillespie, author of Sweet Poison and Big Fat Lies. Also, holistic dentist Dr. Ron Ehrlich from The Good Doctors and my Wellness Guys teammates, of course. The Up For A Chat Girls and many more. Tickets are just $147 for this 10-hour event. So go to www.thewellnesssummit.com to book and for more information. See you there.
Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.